Hey everyone, this is Dane Kramer. Welcome to the Thinking Christian Podcast. This is episode number 12. I'm glad that you're joining me today. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading this. If you'd like to know more information about uh, the Thinking Christian podcast, just go to thethinkingchristian.us. That's the Thinking Christian, all one word, thethinkingchristian.us. There you'll find my website, lots of resources there to kind of browse around, take a look at, um, some audio files. You can download all of the podcasts that I have are, are available there. And of course, you can leave comments on about anything that you find at my website. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Please feel free to, uh, uh, to register your, your comment if you'd like. You know, someone might say, well, why don't you have thethinkingchristian.com? Wouldn't that be easier to remember than thethinkingchristian.us? And I agree it would, but the thing is, is I'm cheap. And the thethinkingchristian.com was already taken, or at least somebody had bought it up. I think they were selling it for, I think, around $200 or something like that. I can't remember the, the price of it. I'm not, I'm not paying that much for it. I can get thethinkingchristian.us for $7, I think is what I paid for it. So that's why we are thethinkingchristian.us. I think there's a thethinkingchristian.net. There's some guy who has that, and he's got some uh, some blogs or something like that, some articles on there. So I'm not that. I'm not thethinkingchristian.net. I'm not thethinkingchristian.com. I am thethinkingchristian.us. Okay, let's get started with today's episode. This is a fun one. This is one I, I fun in terms of it. It's just fun to talk about, and it's fun to think about. And I hope you I hope you find it the same way. Last week I talked about the Kalam cosmological argument uh, and this three-point argument that leads us to the conclusion that something caused our universe to come into existence. And I, if you haven't listened to that, I, I would strongly recommend going back and listening to that one prior to listening to this one because I'm going to lean on some of the things we talked about last week. But uh, this argument, the Kalam cosmological argument, is an argument that is um, used to point out that our universe had to have had a cause. It had to have something or someone or, so, you know, something that brought this universe into existence, okay? Now, uh, now of course, I'm a Christian, and I'm not going to hide from the fact that I believe that there's good reason to believe that that something that caused our universe is God, all right? That's, that's what I believe. Now, oftentimes, the response then is, okay, if you're claiming that God caused the universe to come into existence, where did God come from? Now, I, I got to admit that I think sometimes this question stumps a lot of Christians, and, you know, maybe they've never really thought about it before. They've never thought, hey, where did God come from? But to be honest with you, You've thought that. Come on. You've had to think that from time to time. Where did God come from? You know, uh, where did he where did he arrive from? Now, of course, the the standard Christian response is, well, God always existed. And I think when someone challenges us to say, okay, well, if you say everything came from a, a cause, then where did God come from? If he's your first cause, where did he come from? And I think our the typical response is, well, he just always existed. You just have to accept it by faith. Um, and I, I, faith is a great thing. Uh, but, you know, I want to go a little bit deeper with it because I think there's a really reasonable response to this question of where God came from. 
All right. Now, to, to explain my answer, let me let me just kind of give you an example just to visualize this. Now, imagine that you're setting up a line of dominoes, okay, these little dominoes, because you want to watch them fall. Who doesn't want to see dominoes fall? So you're lining up dominoes, and let, let's say that the property of each domino is the same, and that is a domino will fall when struck by a preceding domino. So you have about 10 dominoes, but they're not falling. Why? Well, they have to be struck by a domino. So you sit another one in place, and another one, and another one. And, and you soon realize, because you're bright, of course, that these dominoes will never fall because they each need a domino to strike them to fall. And since all the, the properties of all the dominoes are the same, they will never fall. Even if you set up a hundred thousand, a hundred million, even if your line of dominoes extended into infinity, they would not fall if they needed a domino to strike them. In other words, what's going to get them going? Now, imagine that you're, you're standing there looking at your line of dominoes extending past into the horizon and, and you're saying to yourself, wow, I did all this work. Uh, and they're not falling. I want to see them fall. But since dominoes need a domino to fall and they're not falling, they'll never fall. And suddenly as you're watching your line of dominoes, you see in the distance they're falling. They're coming towards you in rapid succession. They're all falling on top of each other. You would reach a conclusion and that conclusion is that something other than a domino got involved. If dominoes need to be struck by dominoes to fall, then something other than a domino had to have been involved. All right? All right, now what does this illustration mean? Well, let me explain. Our universe is like this line of dominoes that's falling. All right? Everything in our universe is already in motion. And I don't mean that figuratively, and I mean that literally. Of course, the planets are spinning. And so we are like this line of dominoes that's already falling. You came from your parents, and they each came from their parents, and those parents each came from their parents, and so on and so forth. There's this, there's this motion of, of our world, this motion of life going on around us. Now, what I think is obvious is, as you think about this motion of our universe, is that it, it either has to be traced infinitely in other words, it goes back with an infinite regress, regression and never has a beginning or it had a beginning. Now, last week I talked about the infinite regression idea and that's implausible. And again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, I would encourage you to go back and do that. So therefore, the conclusion that we would have to reach is that this motion of our universe had a beginning. There was something that set this universe in motion. There was something that set it off, that, that began it, okay? But whatever began the universe couldn't be part of the universe, all right? Whatever started the motion of the universe can't be the motion of the universe. It has to come from outside of that, like this line of dominoes. You you know that if, if a domino needs a domino to fall, they will never fall. And if they're falling, something other than a domino was involved. And therefore, if we, as you look at the, the motion, the life, uh, the activity of this universe, you know, you intuitively know that something other than this universe began it and, and, and put it in motion. Now, as I talked about last week, there's a few things that we can understand about this motion or about this cause of the motion. And that is, since it can't be part of our universe, which is space, time, and matter, 
it, it, then it has to be none of those things. If it's, it can't be made up of space because it created space. Therefore, it has to be non-spatial. It can't be made up of matter because it created matter. Matter can't create itself. Therefore, it has to be immaterial. And since it created time, since time began at the, at the inception of our universe, it has to be eternal. And that's that, that, that third part, the, the eternality of, of whatever the cause of the universe is, has to be in place. It has to be a given. And therefore, whatever caused our universe could not have been caused by anything else. It had to have been eternal. If it is caused by something else, then it's not the first domino. It's, you know, it's, we didn't go back far enough. We have to find something. We have to find something that is uncaused, that, do, that did begin the motion of our universe. If you find something that sort of fits the criteria, but it was caused by something else, then, then again, you just didn't go back far enough. You have to find something that is uncaused. Now, if you say, well, maybe it, maybe it goes back into infinity. Well, we sort of have the same problem that I talked about last week, and that is you cannot have an infinite regression of activity or infinite regression of anything, because if you do, you would have to pass through that infinity to get to the present motion. And you can't pass through infinity. This present, this present moment, this present motion that we're experiencing would never have occurred if it has an infinite regression that precedes it because we could never get through those, that infinite regression of movement. Therefore, we have to have something. We have to have something that is uncaused. So when the questions ask, well, where did God come from? The answer is, well, he's the necessary uncaused cause. We have to have, we have to have something that is uncaused itself. It is a necessary being or a necessary cause. You know, as scientists try to find the origins of the universe to see where our universe came from, they've really got the same problem that, in a sense, this this question supposes. Uh, And that is, there's got to be something that began it all. And it, it has to be outside of the universe, and it has to pre-exist the universe, and it has to be uncaused itself. They're, they're looking for that uncaused cause. Uh, they, they, they assume that there is something there which is uncaused, because if it's caused, again, we didn't go back far enough. And, you know, there's something about this cause this first cause that I didn't talk about last week that I want to talk about right now because it's fascinating. Whatever this cause is that started the universe, that got it in motion, as I said before, it has to be non-spatial, it has to be immaterial, it has to be eternal because our universe is made up of space, time, and matter. So it has to be none of those, all right? But there's another conclusion, I believe, that we can sort of arrive to about this first cause. Whatever caused our universe has to be or had to have been a mind, something that could choose to cause. It can't be a a natural cause because if it caused the universe naturally, it would have caused the universe naturally an eternity ago because it existed in eternity. 
You follow what I'm saying? If, if it always, if whatever this is always causes universes and it existed eternally, our universe would have been caused eternally. And as I explained in the last podcast, it's impossible for our universe to have been here, here, eternally. Therefore, whatever caused it had to choose to cause it, had to, uh, at a particular point, choose to cause our universe to come into existence. So we might conclude that whatever caused our universe is immaterial, is non-spatial, is eternal, and is a mind, has a, has a thinking process, has the ability to choose or not to choose. Friends, I think it's inescapable logic. It's inescapable reasoning to come to, to reach the conclusion that you and I and the motion of this universe is the result of God. And you know what? I want to spend the, my, the rest of my life finding out as much as I possibly can about that God, that cause. If He caused me to come into existence then I think he's worth seeking out. I think he's worth finding. I think he's worth getting to know. Well, that's enough for today. I appreciate you coming along for this podcast. I hope it gave you something to think about. As always, feel free to give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, share it, like it, whatever. And I hope to see you next time on the Thinking Christian Podcast.